Welcome everyone to episode 40 of the Circle Back Podcast, the show where two great friends get together and just talk about video games. I'm Dan LaMarca, as always, I'm joined by I'm Dan, Dufernoy. Dan Dufernoy. See, the thing is, is the that... fucking <laughs> class clown. <laughs> See, nobody realizes Yucking it up. some of the things that go on before we actually that's say right. action, so yeah. that's why I feel like every episode, Gotta I'm, watch like, behind the scenes I'm like that. giggling, and like, I've watched our episodes where like, I'll just be giggling and be like, oh, what, what did I say beforehand that... <laughs> Yeah, well, and they'll never know, but we they'll know. never know. That's right. We That's our had, little. We just had thing. some funny times before. Really. Anyway, Dan, tell me about funny, some of these games you've been playing. Thing. No, we're not going to do that yet. I want to announce real quick. Uh, we are switching to a biweekly format, so an episode is going to come out every other Monday instead of every Monday. Uh, there's a couple reasons for it. One, me and Dan are pretty busy at this point, you know, with school. Uh, but mainly, I just think it's going to be a better show where you know we can have two weeks worth of games we played, two weeks worth of news. Um, so just wanted to announce that at the top, uh, we're going to be doing bi-weekly, uh, Darkest Blunders, Model Timelines are still going to be the same every week. Every yeah. week. Um, but anyway, with that announcement out of the way, cool. I have been playing a shitload of games. Dan. I know. A lot of games. Um, the big one, of course, is Marvel Spider-Man. Yes, and I have also played that game. And yeah, Dan and I have both beaten that game, so we'll we're going to have a lot to say about it. But I want to start out by talking about a couple of smaller games and a couple of games that I haven't played too much of just yet. So yeah, firstly, on the last episode, we talked about Donut County. I told you I've been playing it. I'm really loving that game. Um, you actually asked me, is it... Because you, you saw some similarities between... It and um, Night in the Woods, and so you said, "Does it really oh, right. do the Night in the Woods sort of thing?" And what I can say is, it has a message, but it's not on that deep, deep level that Night in the Woods is. Okay, um, but it has a message that's actually pretty good. I like a lot, and the humor throughout is just incredible, absolutely incredible. Um, I love this game. I, th- I would highly recommend it to anybody. It, it, it's just a super simple, never taxing on, on your time or anything, but a lot of the different Easter eggs and alternate endings and stuff like that are so, so well done. How many hours did you um, say you put in, into it? Oh, it's nothing. Two. Oh, it's quick. Yeah, two, three max. Yeah. Nothing. Super well-written. Cool. Incredible game. Um, again, it's the one where, you know, it's reverse Katamari, you're a hole in the ground, you move the hole around to catch things, you know, suck things down, and you get bigger and bigger, and, you know, that's the gameplay, you go to discrete levels and do that throughout, um, but each level has, like, a gimmick about what you're doing and stuff like that, but I really enjoy this game, and, um, I think they did a great job making it, I'm super happy with the way it came out, you know, I was excited about this game for a long time. Yeah, looking forward to it. I absolutely love the final product. Yeah? So, would you give it? What would you? What would you rate it? I would give it uh, nine hundred and seven out of twelve fifty. Not bad. Yeah. Um, another game that I have not played much of yet. This is actually an older game. Uh, came out in twenty sixteen, I believe. Old game, dude. Old game. I know. What am I doing? It's Wasting like, my time. It's like only two years ago. <laughs> no, it's making me feel old. An older game. It didn't come out just recently. That's Dude, what I'm older saying. games like <laughs> Pop. How old are you? Dude, I remember when that game came out. That <laughs> took the world by storm. The game I'm talking about is Shadow Tactics, Blades of the Shogun, it's called. Ooh. Uh, Shadow Tactics is, I want to look up the studio. I think it's Me, Me, Me is the name of the studio. It's always about you, you, you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let me look. Yes. So it, Whoa, the developer really cool, developer is Me 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 Productions. Wow. And the publisher is Datalik. That Games. looks really cool. Um, so let me explain what this game is yeah, real quick. Do. So you know I love my tactics games. Yes. This game is sort of a, it's a unique thing, and it's not. There are games that are like it. I'm not going to go into the history of the few games that are its predecessors, but. Um, it is a isometric, third-person isometric mix of you control units, Okay. but there, there are only like one to four units that you control. 
and you cycle between them because you have direct control with the left stick. It's not grid-based, it's all real-time. Okay. But you can pause at any time and check out the playing field. So think about it like almost like a diorama, right? Okay. So it's like you're looking down at your guys, and then there's a bunch of guards like patrolling. Right, okay. And it's, it's a stealth tactics game. So it's very much like a Metal Gear Solid almost, where you see vision cones from the enemies, and you're slinking around and choosing your routes of where you want to go to try to take these guys out. Okay. But it's, when I say diorama, it's because it's, it's so multi-layered. It's not like you walk into a room and there's three guards. How do you take them out? Is it like uh, Fire Emblem or just like one big field? And like- Nothing like Fire Emblem because it's not turn-based like okay. that. It, it's, it's like a... I'm not doing a good job explaining it, but it's... I'm not even sure I've actually ever played a tactics game, to be honest. Well, you have. You certainly have. Oh, I have? Yeah. Oh. Tactics? Yeah. Into the Breach is tactics. Oh, I have. <laughs> um, XCOM is tactics. Oh, I have. But this is a unique style where it's direct control. Okay. It's not turn-based, grid-based. It's literally, you move your character with the left stick. <laughs> okay, cool. But you can stop and hide and switch to another character. But the whole idea of it is you're trying to stealth your way through and take out these guards along the way because if one of them spots you, they'll raise an alarm and then a bunch of enemies will come piling in. But what you have, let me give an example of a scenario, right? So I drop in as this, I forgot to mention, it's uh, I think 1700s Japan, okay? So you're you know, you, you basically have a bunch of guys that, that are like samurai style, you know. Um, but you drop in and you're like, okay, I have a shuriken, one of them. So I can, if a guard has a back turned, I can throw it, then go grab his body, pick up my shuriken, take it back, put his body in the bush or something, okay. and then walk around and look for the rest of my guards. But what you're doing is you're identifying the patterns a lot like Metal Gear Solid. Like I said, you're identifying the guard patterns and making your moves accordingly. But the shtick of the game is you can do, go into something called shadow mode, shadow tactics. You can go into something called shadow mode and it allows you to queue up actions for your guys. And then you just hit triangle and your whatever actions you queued up, your guys do. So you literally... Excuse me. When you go into shadow mode, you go, you have direct control of your guy, and you're like, all right, you're going to walk over here, kill this dude, grab his body, put him in the bush. And then you switch to your other guy, and you're like, and you, while he's doing that, are going to walk over here, throw a shuriken at this guy while he's looking the other way. And then it's like, all right, wait until they turn the right way. All right, triangle, go. And you see, like, both your guys, like, doing the oh, actions that you planned cool. out. In real time, because these guards are still moving. Right. Like, it's not like they're standing still waiting for you to do your But you turn. have to plan out their moves, and then you can, like, go or something. And yes. Then they, okay. So that's, that's, like, a main way to control this game. But you can also just walk around, you know, stab a dude in the back, pull him in, throw him in a bin, you know, like, classic stealth stuff. But it gets really interesting when you get different characters that have different abilities. Like, I have one guy that can... He has like a small radius where he can kill any all enemies if you get him in that radius. So like you might get seen on purpose with one character and then have your other guy here waiting in ambush. They all run in to go get this guy. He pops out of the bush and kills four guys at once, you know. So there's a lot to it. I'm not very far in. I'm like an hour or two in. It's like. Such an amazing, amazing yeah. game! Though. It's an incredible game, super well what, made. Uh, what system? I'm sorry, I just cut you off. It was. It initially only came out on PC. PC. Uh, last year, they put like definitive editions out on PS4 and Xbox. I cool. Believe. So, um, super like really, really enjoying this game. Um, but I've been rotating between that and a game called The Messenger. Yes, please talk about this game. So The Messenger just came out. Uh, let me actually see exactly when it came out. August 30th. Okay. So it came out August 30th 
on Switch and Steam, right? It's a game published by Devolver, and the developer is called Sabotage Studio. So okay. I've never played a game by Sabotage Studio before. I don't know, you know, what they've made. I guess we could look it up right now. Uh, I guess this is their first game. Okay. They were founded in April 2016. Wow. This game is those what... Rookies. It's It's what Shovel... I explained to you before. What Shovel Knight was to, like, Mega Man mm-hmm. and games of that ilk... This game is that to Ninja Gaiden. Oh, the old that. Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, the good ones. So, the classics. Yeah. So, it starts out, um, you're this, you know, random ninja that's, like, training. You know, the, there was an apocalypse or something. There's only a little bit of humanity left, and they're all, like, training because demons came and killed a bunch of people, whatever. Um, really quickly, things go bad, and you're given this scroll, and you're now called the messenger. Like, there was this prophecy, someone's going to take the scroll to the top of the mountain, and the messenger, right? Oh, man, it looks so good. The game, it's a 2D side-scrolling, you know, if you don't know what the old Ninja Gaiden games are, I'll explain it. 2D side-scrolling, um, you just have one button to attack, mm-hmm. and you can slash multiple times quickly. Um, you get a thrown projectile pretty quickly, like a shuriken. It goes across the screen, does the same amount of damage as one of your slashes. Um, but the main stick of the game is when you attack, you gain a jump. It's called a cloud no, in, the, in, step. The, in the messenger, you mean? In the messenger. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I've been talking about the messenger. I was just saying if you don't know what Ninja Gaiden is, I'm going to explain what the messenger is. That's what I was saying. Um, so cloud step. You, so basically, if there's a flying enemy, jump up in the air, slash it, you gain a jump. So you can't double jump initially. But if you slash something, whether it's a lantern or an enemy or you know an enemy's projectile, you slash it, then you can jump again. So you do a lot of really interesting platforming with that along with your actual fighting. Um, but at the end of each level is a boss battle. Bosses are incredible, really well designed, uh, really, really fun. Remind me a lot of like Mega Man bosses, cool. actually. Yeah, because they're, they're all <laughs> super unique. But um, it is just from the music to the art style and the gameplay is so perfect. Like this game is just such an incredible, like absolutely incredible game. It, it's, it's That's awesome. That's awesome. I was stunned because I hadn't really heard much about it going in. Um, I, I remember watching a video for it a couple months ago, but nothing nothing crazy. And it's totally got its hooks in me. I'm, I'm maybe about three hours in. All right. And I'm loving, loving it. It's done like the old Ninja Gaiden where like you just have like like the old stages like stage one, two, stage one, three. So it's, one. Not, it's not done like that, but it's really cool when you beat a stage, you basically... It's it's not like a, you beat the boss and then it advances you to a stage. You beat the boss and then you'll keep running. Okay. And then it'll like show a little screen that'll give you a little like here's a new name of the place, like the Mushroom Lands or something. Yeah. And you'll you're you like, like the cool in. like cutscenes and stuff. Yeah. Like oh man, is so, it Gaiden or Gaiden? How do you say it? Gaiden. Did you get it? Yeah. Um, but the game is just incredible, and um, like I said, I played. Three, four hours of it. Oh, man, I gotta get it. It just keeps getting better and better as they layer in new mechanics. Like, I just, you know, there's this glide ability that you can use uh, to get across further. You know, it's almost got a little... It's Like I said, very similar to Shovel Knight yeah. in a lot of ways. Um, I just got an ability where it's like a, a rope... I forget what they call it. It's basically a uh, grappling hook. Okay. But you can do hook it... Shot. You can do a grapple to an enemy, or you can do it to a lantern to, like, get up, or cool. you can do it to the wall if you're about to fall. Like, it, it's just... I'm telling you, the platforming and the action in this game is, like, perfect. Absolutely perfect. I, I, gotta, I gotta check it out, because you just showed me a little bit of it before, and just the graphics, and, like, the music, too. And even the like, music Even, is like, the so little, like... Even the sound effects, like, in the old game, like, when you hit someone, it'd be, like, this little, like, you know... Yeah. Like, that, like... The thing I will say is... This obviously is highly, highly inspired by Ninja Gaiden, but it's not a Ninja Gaiden game. Don't consider it that. Like, that no, 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 but what question, I'm saying right. is the difference is 
we we talked about um, Curse of the Moon. Is it Curse of the Moon? Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. It really was. That is a Castlevania game. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know it's not called Castlevania, but it was meant to be made as here is our Castlevania. Game. Right. This is not that. This is not here is our Ninja Gaiden game. Right. Because there's a lot of differences, but obviously. There was there is a lot of things that are inspired by Ninja so the same Gaiden. thing like Undertale with Earthbound and Axiom Verge with yeah, Metroid. I, I wouldn't say it's like trying to you know I don't know yet I'm only three or four hours in but it doesn't seem like it's trying to like subvert your expectations right. of the genre or anything like Undertale. I'm not I'm not saying that necessarily, but I would say like Shovel Knight. Like Shovel Knight is not a Mega Man game. Right, but it takes everything. But to it Mega takes Man. a lot of yeah. things from those games. Right, this is that. This is not Curse of the Moon, which is literally here's our it's Castlevania. It's so unique, yeah. This is a totally unique oh, thing. Oh man, obviously, I gotta get it. It's an incredible game. I'm I super, super it. happy with what I played so far. And again, you know, I, I'm only three or four hours in, cool. but I'm loving it. Um, yeah, I, I, I know we discussed a little bit earlier about Curse of the Moon. This game really made me look back on Curse of the Moon with a little less. Like I, I enjoyed it a lot, and I played it, and I was like, "This is a, this is a really good Castlevania," but now I'm playing this, and I'm like, "That game is not like if you think of Castlevania and Super Castlevania and Symphony of the Night and stuff like that. Like Curse of the Moon is not at that level, right? Okay. Like this game feels like it's a great game, like on levels with what it's. Trying to, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's yeah. not just, and that's high praise, and I totally understand what you're saying. That yeah, this there's a difference, and that's why I'm saying when I played Shovel Knight for the first time, it it was on that level. Right. Like it, it's not. It was a great game on its own. Yes, we it stands on its own, but it's from, but. yes, exactly. That's that's how I would describe this game because it really like it, it's, it's unique. so perfect to play. Like it, the, oh, the gameplay is man. so so good. I got homework to do this weekend, but now we're just playing video games all weekend. <laughs> I definitely would recommend it. <laughs> well, no, that. you even said that'd be a perfect game for me because I it's love on the Switch. Ninja man. Gaiden is one of my favorite games ever. Mm-hmm. I've never actually beaten Ninja Gaiden. I'm like a like, well, a few stage people five, have three, whatever. It's very very hard at the it's end. So hard. This game obviously is not as challenging as as some of those games. Um, the other thing I'll mention that I forgot to mention actually is the writing is really unique. Actually, there's a lot of self-awareness, not in a annoying way. Like there's a lot of like there's a shopkeeper that you meet early on that basically I'll give you an example. There's like there's a che- there's like a cupboard or a chest or something at the end of the room that he's in. And at first he's like, don't touch that. You know, if you observe, you know, you go to open the chest. And he's like, oh, please don't touch that. And you keep, keep touch, you know, like any, <laughs> like any person that's played video games, I'm going to keep hitting this over and over because it's unique dialogue lines. So he keeps saying, like, please don't touch it. And then at the end he's like, if you touch it one more time, I'm going to tell you a really long, boring story. And I'm not going to allow you to skip it. <laughs> yeah and so i did it and sure enough you can't button through it <laughs> it's, that's cool. you know like stuff like that where it's like it's silly and it's kind of like you know some of that kind of humor can get grating but in this i actually really yeah, like it's it. good yeah um you know some other really interesting stuff where like he, he, the shopkeeper said like something about it like referenced Devolver Digital, like the publisher, in in his dialogue in the game, and I'm like, what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, very fourth wall breaking. You know, doing some cool stuff with that, and I'm I'm curious to see where it goes. For cool. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, that's something that I gotta check out. I just I was hooked just watching yeah. the trailer. It's like, oh, that's a game that I want to play. It's so interesting. Do you ever think how like so many games now really take that whole NES SNES like that style and like make games using that style yeah totally i think there's i like that there's variety in it yeah because we you know we were talking about dead cells recently over the past few weeks where it's like dead cells totally is in love with castlevania right but it's its own thing yeah and it's totally different you wouldn't look at that and say wow this is an nes style game yeah but it is yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah, yeah 
I, I love the variety because you look at this and you're like, okay, obviously 8-bit graphics couldn't do this, but you, its inspiration is much more on its right. sleeve, you know what I mean? It's cool. I check it out. Yeah, I cool. really like it. All right. Um, and again, that's The Messenger. Uh, it's on Switch and Steam. 20 bucks, I think. Uh, just came out a couple weeks ago. Not bad. Yeah. Last thing I want to talk about before we jump into the big one. Um, I remember telling you that I got back into the Banner Saga. Yes. Because um, they just released a third one, if I'm not yes, mistaken? Yes, the third one came out in July, end of July, I think. Okay. So it got me like, ah, man, I really love those games. You know, I, I talked a lot about the Banner Saga 1 um, on our previous episode, I believe, maybe two episodes ago. But um, I actually played and finished Banner Saga 2 and 3. Man, you've had a week. Well, it's been more uh, than a week. <laughs> you've had weeks. <laughs> um, so, I'll start by saying these games can be considered one game. Right. Banner Saga 1 to 3 right. can really be considered one game. Um, they pick up right where the other ones left off. Same characters? All of them. Same characters throughout. You know, obviously new ones introduced. Can your main, characters die. Can your main characters die? Yes. Can your main main character die? Yes. So, I'll give it a little brief, brief, I know I talked about it a couple weeks ago, Banner Saga is a Oregon Trail style, um, text adventure style, where you are making decisions uh, based on events that come up, and depending on the choices you make, you may lose party members, you may gain new party members, you may uh, have really bad repercussions for the future of the world based on your choices. And then the actual battle system is a very Fire Emblem, XCOM, okay. turn-based. Um, so what I'll say is, the bat so right off the bat I'll say I adore this trilogy. I think it's amazing. I think Banner Saga 3 has some really, really great moments. Okay. Um, I think there are some bad, bad glitches on the PS4 version. Okay. And there are some weird, like, stitching of cutscenes and stuff. That okay. It's very strange. Like, they'll jump into... Because their cutscenes are... I know I've, I mentioned the art style is, like, hand-drawn. Like, right. really, really beautiful. Um, some of the cutscenes are drawn, like, animated like that. Like, like Dragon's Lair. You know, cool. like, like, really nice hand-drawn art. But they'll jump into one of those cutscenes and it'll only be like five seconds long. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. What you, I'm sorry. The cutscene will be five seconds long. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So you, it'll be like static art and then it'll be like, doo, doo, and you'll hear music and it'll be oh, like, that's oh, back. like doing this. And then it goes back to. And then it goes back to just okay. still frames. It's. I'm glad to see the hand drawn animation in motion, but it's, it's jarring sometimes. Right. To have such a short interstitial. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it can be weird. Um, but is that how all the games are or just this third one? That It's kind of how they are throughout. All of them? Okay. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know I don't know if it was just I haven't played the first one in a while and I forgot okay. or if uh, it got a little more okay. in, in these last two. Um, but the story never misses a beat. Like, it, uh, any of those failings do not affect how excellent and well told the story is and i i i specifically took a couple notes because i was like i want to i want to have actual things to that i want to point to the decision this is the first game maybe ever that i have made decisions based on what i thought would be the most interesting outcome in that fiction. Okay. Rather than, I want to keep my, these are my guys, I want to keep them alive. Elaborate further, Daniel son. But the, I think the biggest, and that's, this is honestly the biggest compliment I can give to this game is, there was a situation, and I'm not going to go into specifics, but... There was a situation where it was very clear one of my party members would die if I made this choice. Okay. But because it was such a personal 
like I knew how this character would act in this situation because I know this character so well because they did such a good job at fleshing out who this person is okay. that I said, I have three choices here, but there's only one that she would do. And so I'm going to do it. And even if it results and in I, her death. And I knew that she was going to die because it was writing was on the wall. Like, it was pretty obvious. Yeah. And I was like, that's what she would do. And but, you can't really give a game that's so narratively based a better compliment than that. I've ne- Think about Mass Effect, one of my favorite game right. series of all time. You never do that. No, you always try to keep them you alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, these are my guys. I want them alive. Right. But in this, I don't know if it's because the the tone is so grim and, like, the outlook on, on everyone's life is so grim or if it really is just... The writing is just so good and all the characters I, are so It really fleshed, is so good. Out. And they do such a good job at... In this third game in particular, they do such a great job at, like, whoever you have left alive in your party, you're going to get to know really well. Like, at every campfire, it's like, you can talk to this person... And, like, so, like, so, listen, this might be the end of all of us, but, like, what did you do before? Yeah. And, like, just really, like, digging, or, like, but it could be totally different for everyone. It could be, like, someone's telling you a story from a month ago, and someone's telling you a story from when they were a child, you know? And it's, like, you're getting so much amazing flavor. Like, I'm telling you, the writing in this is is way above what you get in video games normally. and And it's... It's really something to be like. I, I can't say enough good things about the story in this game, and for the fact that so many of my main characters died in in so many different ways, okay. where it would be like one person would be like a simple thing, a simple decision I made that I could have never known that that person was going to die for. They died for that, or the one that I'm talking about, where it's like I know what's going to happen. But I know that this is what she would do, and I made that choice. That's crazy. So, so on, on one hand, like the decisions that are made where it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe that decision resulted in this person dying. Right. You're not upset about that because you're like, it was shocking and a gut punch, but it's like, it's good. It's, it doesn't feel cheap. It doesn't feel like, let me reload my save. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there right. was never any of that. Um. I, I'm telling you, the, the the way that this story unfolds from beginning to end, and the different permutations with your characters and your party, and like who is who is your leader at that moment? Because they could not be, you know, the the person that's supposed to be the leader may not be there. Okay. So who are you control? Who are you speaking for when this happens? Like. It's so impressive, like the job that Stoic did on these games. It's I really can't say enough good things about it. I'm curious though, is like every permutation, every choice you make, will affect the like. Is there multiple endings, or is there? It's there are multiple endings, but it's not. It's not really about the ending. It's about the events that happen throughout the game and so who's saying, there. It's not the destination, it's the journey. No, but it's not only that. It's it's depending on who's there at a given time, a a given situation will play out differently. You know, it's not a lot of times we get hung up on like all these different webs that spread out and it's like there are 100 different endings, but all the events getting there are the same, and then based on what happened throughout, this is like, I may have two people, and someone may have ten people, right. and when you come across this group of people at this stone, they may not give you the option that you would have had with ten, if you had okay. ten, because they, they aren't scared of you, because you're only two people. Or, this you know one of them's a Varl that died, which is the big ox-like you know, the person with horns, you don't have that person. So they're not intimidated by you. you know but if you did, they might have, you might have bypassed that. It just would have oh. been a different interaction. So is this one of those, uh, interact, like, is this considered like an interactive sim or, or, uh, you're saying an immersive sim? Immersive sim. <laughs> no, immersive <laughs> sim is, is a very specific type of thing, I would say, because that's like, 
this is a linear narrative okay. adventure. It's more like a choose your own adventure book. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like it's like a Goosebumps. Sure, or Goosebumps choose your own adventure. Sometimes you can Some be like, more. oh, do you turn to page 76 and open the door? Yeah. Or do you turn to page 96 and run away? But that's that's the crux of this game. It's 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 all text-based, make choices. That's what's great about this Cool. Game. Now, to talk about the negatives of the game, the combat overstays is welcome, welcome for sure. And You don't need the combat. No, but there's, there's a lot of it. And I found that, for myself, I turned it down to easy. And I play a lot of tactics games. Just because I wanted to get through... The story. And get to the story. So, I think it it would have benefited greatly from having less of those combat interactions. I still actually really like the combat system. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really interesting. Especially as you get different characters and new classes. and, And, you know, some of these people are individual like there is no other person in that class like it's like if you have this person in your party they have totally unique mechanics in the in the combat and i love that but it just got to be a little tedious okay you know i think because it's like one big game by the end you're like it's a long fucking game you know (laughs) how many hours was each game would you say uh I think overall, if you put all three together, it'd probably be about thirty or forty hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, anyone that's interested in like a high fantasy, like a Lord of the Rings style, you know, but its own take and its own universe, and a really, actually, really, really interesting and fleshed out independent universe that that is never i've never seen anything quite like it with one of the best stories like I've, awesome. I've ever i've ever experienced in a game i i highly highly recommend these games that's really cool dan yeah awesome man awesome so on to the big one on to the big one on to the big one and i've actually played this one marvel spider-man is the official Spider-Man, title Spider-Man. uh all right so we both beat the game both beat the game I want to, right off the bat, I want to hear one thing you liked and one thing you didn't like. Okay. Now? Yeah. Okay. That's why I said right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> what I really, really liked, I really enjoyed, um, what the coolest thing, I think, for me was, I don't know if this is, gonna sound, this is a spoiler, but swinging through New York City. I thought that was like... <laughs> it's certainly not a spoiler. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Somebody could be thinking like, oh, maybe he drives a car in this game. Yeah, oh I don't know. Good. <laughs> uh, I don't want to have an incident again. Um, that was the coolest. I think. I think being able to really, there were just being able to kind of like go from one place to the other. It was very fluid once you got used to the mechanics of it. Um, that was also one of my favorite things about Batman: Arkham City was just being able to go around, grapple, and fly, and really be Batman and and, mm-hmm. and be Spider-Man. You could go on any building. You could climb any building. Um, that would be my favorite. I also really like the villains that they put um, in there. I really, really like getting to learn, you know, yeah. and then fight, you know, all these villains that, um, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm more of a Batman fan, but mm-hmm. I grew up with Spider-Man too. I read yeah. a bunch of the comics. So like, you know, getting to see, uh, can I say some of the names? Is that okay? Yeah. Is that, uh, you know, Dr. Octopus and, and uh, you know, Electro and Scorpion and stuff like that and getting to have like those battles with them what i will say is uh that was probably the one that you shouldn't have said which one <laughs> dr octopus probably the only one you shouldn't have said why because uh he's not really an antagonist until the very end <laughs> but um either way it is what it is uh before we get into too much um i want to just give a brief overview of what the game actually is okay yeah Third person, um, open world game, where you have tons of collectibles throughout the map, you have side quests, you have, you know, your main story objective, a lot of stuff to do in this open world, a lot of collectibles, a lot of different currencies, Uh, they do a lot in the open world. Um, That's pretty much the overview, I would call it Batman combat. Oh, for sure. With really good traversal throughout the city Mm -hmm. 
That's like the basic overview. Now I want to hear the one thing, or not the one thing, one thing that you didn't like about the game. I thought everything that happened, it, this, I feel like the story wasn't very, wasn't paced the way that I'd, I'd wanted to. Okay. I feel like the story kind of, okay, this happened, and then that happens, and then that happens. You know what I mean? I feel like there wasn't enough, I feel like the pacing was just, off. I feel like a lot of big moments kind of just snuck up on you and there wasn't enough of a build up for me at least for like like story wise. I think this was like it was a great story and I really really like all the characters that they incorporated into it. Um but I don't know, I just feel like it wasn't as I feel like a lot of the story and a lot of the missions, a lot of it was, oh, you know, go here and fight all these guys and find something that could get you to this guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, you do that. All right, then you do that. Oh, go over here, and you need to go beat these thugs, so then you can get to that guy, and mm-hmm. you do that. And then... I'm, so you're just saying the missions were a little re- repetitive? I feel like the missions were very repetitive, yeah. but seriously, just the story, and I don't want to give away any more spoilers than I already have, but like, a lot of moments, I feel like, the big plot points where you're just like, whoa, 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 just kind of like happened and just came very suddenly without any sort really? of yeah oh, and, that's, and that was just me and i know we were planning on doing a spoiler cast or something maybe yeah we um, might, we so i'll talk more into cast. that uh then but well, yeah we'll um my idea for this right now is we're going to talk spoiler free for the most part uh and i mean to be honest with you I'm gonna be honest. I that no. Here's the thing. So you see that I'm coming. No, from but I'm a telling. But what I'm gonna say is, of course you see that coming. Of course you see that coming. But how cool would it have been if it didn't happen? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, if the whole second game because they play yeah. it. But I'm saying they play it. They they leave you hanging for a long time. There's a lot of opportunities where you're like, is this where he's gonna turn? Yeah. That's what I'm saying, but and that's that, why it's interesting. There's certain moments where like certain big moments that I feel like just like. And you're like, where did that? You gotta stop snapping and clapping, dude. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, where it's just like, where did that, where did that come from? Like that, just like, that yeah. Just so came what out I, of the, yeah. So that's what I was gonna say is we we're gonna talk pretty much spoiler free for now. We're gonna talk a lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a lot about this game, and then we're gonna give like a, a minute or two where we're gonna talk about some quick quick spoilers. Um, but my experience with the game overall is. I didn't have any of the pacing issues, but I'm wondering if it was because I kind of was like, I would do a main mission, and then I would do a bunch of side stuff. And then I'd do a main mission, and then I'd do a bunch of side So I don't know if I was pacing it myself mm. or or what, because I, I, I really didn't have any issues. I actually really, really enjoyed the story a lot. Um, I think as a actual like A to B plot, really great. Yeah, Like, I really like it. I love all the characters. I love what they do with the characters. I like how um, Mary Jane is not just like a a damsel, and they right. actually play around with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really cool. Agreed. Um, I like um, how they can, during certain missions, they s- switch your perspective to another character. Yep. And I think that's really cool to see that world through these other people's eyes. Yep. Right, you don't just. I play think that's Spider-Man really cool. The whole time. Yeah, you also play as Peter Parker. You also get to play. That's true. Uh, you know, yeah. you get to do his his life, which basically may as well be a, a different character yeah. because he, you know, you're seeing things from a totally different perspective. Right, right. Really, really cool. Yeah. Um, things that I wasn't huge on, and there aren't many. I really actually like this game a lot. No, me too. Please, I mean, I'm. No, I'm not. I'm saying like this is like one of my favorite games of the year for sure. Yeah, I definitely. really, really like this game, but things that I didn't like were. There's a weird disconnect of... So, I know Peter Parker and Spider-Man, as a character, the character is like Mr. Goody Two-Shoes. That's like his character. He's like, I hate drug dealers and I love cops, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. his thing. Yeah. There's a weird thing in this game where he will actually talk about especially when you get into later areas you'll understand what i'm saying but i'm not going to spoil anything when you start doing later stuff he's like saying how um like 
stop and frisk is like so wrong and like he's saying like certain other things and then he's like i love the police like no matter you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. it's weird it's yeah. like the, there is some sort of <laughs> yeah like i understand that that's the character but they do like pierce through sometimes with some political like it is a pretty political game yeah. honestly and so they pierce through with like some interesting ideas and then you have him being Be the like, character that we are. Right, cop, yeah, you know? right, yeah. And it's like weird, you know, because it would have been cool if he actually was taking a critical look at some things. Right. But, Even if he's like more of a complex character, not this sort yeah, of, you know. Which I, I get it. It's a comic book character and this is who he is. I'm yeah. not saying that they have to do that. I think it would have been really cool if they did it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Because you have this Alex Jones, J. Jonah, J. Jonah Jameson. Right, who's just who is a crazy the, conspiracy oh, theorist yeah. who hates Spider Man and thinks Spider Man is is you know causing all these issues right. throughout the city. And it, I don't know if you looked at any of the tweets throughout the game, like the fake Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read like all of them because okay, they were no, so they were so so good. But like you would have stuff like the interactions between people on there, especially when it was surrounded around J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah were so obviously, like, politically pointed, where it would be like, you know, say what you will about him, but he sure is entertaining, you know. Right, Jim, right, right. Yeah. And people are like, uh, you do know he's also, like, super destructive, right? right you know, yeah. and it's like the back and forth. It's just so believable. But then it's, like, kind of toothless, you know what I mean? Like, huh. it, they're, they're putting it in to be like, wow, you guys did a really good job at doing this, but then they're not really saying anything, you know right. what I mean? Which is fine. I'm not. I'm not, like... It's not a critique, it's just a... It is a critique, but it's not... Like, I don't knock it for it. But I think they could have done more. They, with, yeah. they could have done more, and it would have been interesting. Because you see them do more in other areas in this game. You know, like, they talk about um, the the shelter that May runs, right? right? And you see a lot of things in there and, and certain perspectives on, like, how some people live, you know, a lot of the... Um, the, the implication for a lot of people in the shelter is that they, uh, you know, may have psychiatric issues right. or they may, like, have uh, substance abuse issues. Right. And then he's saying, my favorite thing in the world is getting rid of drug dealers. Right, you know? right, right. Like, and then, but then you go to the shelter you know and people saying? that have actual it's issues. It's so yeah. weird to have that. Yeah. It just doesn't line up. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And it, it is a silly thing to, to complain about. No, but about. I, I understand. And the, another big thing in the same vein is the fact that Rikers Island prisoners <laughs> are like... <laughs> like it, it, it's just weird. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't want to give too much away, but I'm saying like when they're a faction of bad guys as a whole... Like, you're not really getting, like, the point. <laughs> like, you know, like, it's weird. Right, there are certain, like, groups of thugs that show up throughout the game. It's one group, you know, yeah. like, from this point, then another group to this point, and then, yeah, then... Yeah, I, I just... It, there's inmates that are... I great. roll my eyes at a lot of this stuff because I'm like, all prisoners are bad? <laughs> you know, like... The, all cops are good. Like that's what I'm saying. But then, like you said, then they got the you got the actual like satire thrown in there, but it doesn't none of it. Yes, and they kind of miss each other. They miss each other exactly because you see it on the fringe, and you're like, wow, that's really cool that they're doing that. And then they do that. You know, like I, I, I the one thing that I did, you know, because you just brought it up, and it, it does just make me think about that. But the 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 one moment that I did realize was the thing about the drug dealers too about how like you know they'd be like oh you know there's a drug deal you mm -hmm. know coming up and he's like well you know we can't have a city with drugs around or you know things like he says it I've heard yeah. him say it like four times busting you know doing again, that stuff way, and he says my favorite thing in the world is getting rid of getting drug dealers off the streets oh yeah no he said and then there was another thing where he was just like you know one of my least favorite things is is drug is drug abusers <laughs> well top five or something like yeah. that it's just so weird <laughs> yeah. isn't it yeah but aside from that i there really isn't much that i don't like about this game i know a lot of people had issues and you might have issues i haven't spoken to you about it with the stealth sections when you play as the other people. Yeah. 
Do you have I, issues with that? I, enjoy, you struggle I, I with very it? much, have a hard time I with very it? much enjoyed playing as the other people. Yeah. I thought that was a really, really interesting avenue. But every time that section you didn't like did it. come out, it was just like, yeah. uh, there, we'll talk about the spoilers. There was yeah. only one section that I actually really, really did I know what enjoy. You're talking about, yeah. what I'm talking totally about. different than the rest. Right, really, where really you are cool. interacting with yeah. one of the villains where I was just like, ah, okay, I, I enjoy that. But, oh, you're thinking of a different one than I am. I'm thinking of the one in Grand Central Station. Oh, I thought that was cool too. Yeah. I like that as well. Because you get yeah. to see yeah, Spider-Man cool. while you're yeah, doing yeah, things. Yeah. Really cool. But um, yeah, I didn't really have an issue with them. I didn't love them, but I didn't... I wish they were more varied, you know? Because yeah. you get to play as I agree. two different characters. And it would be cool, you know... If you did more with it. You did yeah. more than just like sneak around yeah. and you know, kind of show me more about yeah, it. Yeah, and, and for what we were saying, there are stealth sections where you don't play as Spider-Man that you... If you get seen, it's the end. It's like game over and you go back to your right. checkpoint, right? So I've heard a lot of criticism of like, I had to redo this one 15 times and it was so frustrating. And for mm, me, it I, was like, I didn't have a hard time with it. So it, it wasn't didn't hard frustrate either. I think me. it was just tedious. Yeah, but I understand being like, this isn't really why I want to play this yeah. game, so why do you keep doing this? Yeah. So I get it, but um, I didn't really have much of an issue with that. Um, another thing people had issue with was um, the repetition of some of the side content. Oh, for sure. Um, I just did the side content that I enjoyed. As I got more gadgets and stuff, once I unlocked all the gadgets and some of the yeah. suit powers... I really enjoyed the combat. Like, really enjoyed it. I never got sick of it. I would seek it out. I did all the bases, like even oh, the end bases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I just really had fun doing that. The different things that you can do in combat. It's, it's again, like we said, very similar to Batman combat. You get combo, your meter goes up. Once you get a certain amount, right, you can you do can a one-shot one KO. KO. Yeah. Um, and you have gadgets, just like Batman. But... The gadgets in this, the thing that makes them interesting for me is the sticky webs can be used in so many different ways, and it's so much fun. Yeah. Like, did you ever put a trip, trip my mine? Yeah, I was just about to say, that was my favorite one. You walk, the guy walks right past it. and Well, did like... you ever th put one on an enemy? No. So you can throw them at an enemy and stick to them, and, and it's like pointing out, and if they walk past another enemy, they go <laughs> together. Both of them? Yeah. That's awesome. And the one that's a web bomb where... Oh, it gets everybody? Yeah. So what I love doing is webbing somebody and then throwing them into a wall and then they get stuck to the wall. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just so cool to have... It never got old for me, you know, in the 25, 30, yeah, whatever yeah. I played. It never got old and every single time I was like, let me try this, see if that works. And it's like, wow, it's really yeah, cool. Yeah. Like, I can do that. Uh, I just, I really, actually, really enjoy the combat in this game. And of course... Swinging, feels yeah, great. no, I thought that it yeah. does feel great, and I did enjoy the combat too. My only issue, and it's just a very small issue, was just I don't know. It just the once I finished the game, I loved it. Mm. I really, really loved it. One of the best games I played this year. Um, I don't know. It just it wasn't. It just didn't. Uh, you know, story wise, I don't know. There's something about Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, and maybe those two games spoiled me. Where those two games, it was just it was so I don't know. And then it ended, and you're just like, wow. I, you know what's funny? I love those games. I I think I like the story in this better than those. Really? Games. Yeah, because it had a really interesting balance of like levity and like actual drama, like real stuff going yeah. on. And yeah. I just feel like it was so varied, and the the characters are so well fleshed out. I feel like Batman. Batman was perfect at telling a really good Batman story. Yeah. And it did a great job. What I the comparison that I would make that I think is favorable for Batman is the side content. The the side stories in the Arkham games were incredible. Yeah. Always. Like it was just like when you followed down a path right, you and did really all of them, you were actually thing, yeah. learning really interesting yeah. things about the world and stuff like that. In Spider-Man, you weren't really learning much. No, you were collecting pigeons. But that main and, uh, story, I just really, really liked in Spider-Man a yeah. lot. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. For me, this is like, I came out of it being like, I adore this game. I think... And I do too. I don't want to say, I really don't want to say anything bad about it, because there's nothing bad to say about it. 
No, um, no, I understand. Other than, you know, I just, there's just certain things a little, a little nitpicky. Yeah, well, that's, certain things. That's, that's, what, that's what you're here for, Dan. I guess so. But when I, for me, graphically it's incredible. Yeah, I think the sure. acting was incredible mm-hmm. out of everyone. Really good actors in this game. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any issue with any of them. Um, I think mocap really really good like i really like what they did with the facial tech very expensive looking game yeah. like you know everything's beautiful yeah, in the yeah, city yeah. all the buildings and everything um thing that i particularly liked was when you how do i say this without spoiling anything when you're going from mission to mission and you I never really use fast travel, right? But the few times that I did use fast travel, it was really cool to see the little things. The little, they have little vignettes of like him on the subway right. in a suit or whatever. Or like texting. Or After like, a certain point, did you ever use fast travel? I should know. I swung the whole time. I love swinging. I just... So they do something really interesting once uh, things change in the city where he can't really ride in the subway because he's kind of like a outcast. Yeah. Like people, you know, there's issues. And so he'll be like hanging on the the side of the car (laughs) or he'll be like sitting in the little back door, like, you know, looking at his phone and stuff. And it's like the attention to detail and that kind of stuff is just so, so cool. Um, yeah, for me, I, I don't know how much more we can say about it, but, um, I personally really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I loved it. You know, it was, it was a very good game. I want to talk about some spoilers. Um, I'm going to do like we usually do. I'm going to tap Dan's head. All right. Spoilers now. For about a minute or two. Not long. Um, okay. Coolest thing for me, I really like the ending. Because... Which one? So I like that they're introducing Miles as a Spider-Man. Yeah. Love it. Which for anybody that's read the comic yeah. search to, Miles to Morales, the Marvel Universe... Yeah. Um, when they mentioned here, oh, here he is, Miles. Yeah. It was like, ah. Oh, yeah, we knew, okay, yeah. but you were like, oh, I wonder how, you know, if yeah. he's going to become Spider-Man. So they do that really, really cool. At first, they did such a good job of faking you out, thinking MJ was going to get bit. Yeah, 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 because like, wow, spider was weird. Yeah. on her. And then um, I liked the Norman Osborn, Harry tease. And that, to me, was very... I, I did like that part about the story. That was very well done. Where the whole time you're like, oh, Norman Osborn is just this son of a gun. He's just the worst. But then, like, you start to realize, like, oh, he's really just trying to help his son. Like, he's not, you know, like, I, I like that. Yeah. And yes, the end. Oh, man, yeah, I'm excited really cool. when they make the next game. But that's such a, that's why I love this game because it's, it's such a good groundwork. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's setting up, if they make a game exactly like this with a totally different story... It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I'm. Did you I'm see in, in the since we're in the spoilers? Did you see in the No More Osborne, uh, like his lad got the little like grenades taken? Yeah. I was like, yes. Yep. Oh man. I know they're setting it up good. I can't wait. Um, last thing I'll say quickly um, is the stuff that they do with Otto. In yes, of course. The, literally, the first shot you see of him is him with like a bunch of arms behind him right. in the very beginning of the game. It's like, yes, you know he's going he's gonna to become Doc Ock, but the amount of fake outs that they do, yes, really, really cool. But I liked a lot of it. I, my, my, my issue, when I was trying to talk about my issue with like, uh, you know, things happening like out of nowhere, like, so yes, I saw the build up, but I feel like it was one scene of, oh, you know, we're working on the arms. Oh, it might mess with his brain. And then a second later, well, I think with standing the whole Spider-Man point, being th- like, I'm going to kill you. You know, for me, it was the whole point was he was doing this all along. Right. In secret in that other lab. Okay. Like he was doing it. So he was already crazy. But the it's whole just, time. he had this hatred. Yeah. And he was working on it, trying to figure it out. But once it got to him, then he was like, that's the push he needed. Yeah. You know, like, right. I, that's what I think. That's fair. For me, at least, I, I just, to me, it just kind of... Once you get to walk through his lab... I feel like he went from like zero to a hundred. Yeah, you know? I, didn't, I didn't get that impression. I felt like it was bubbling the whole time. Yeah. And then, you know, you saw a little outbreaks yeah. and stuff where he's like, ah, like yeah. screaming in the lab and stuff. It's like, 
all right, something's up with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the stuff they did with that. But that's all we're going to talk about for now. Okay. Um, tap Dan's head. No more spoilers. Uh, anything else? Final thoughts? It was so very good. <laughs> I think it was great. Well, yeah, I think it was great, too. I, I don't know. I feel like I know. I think it's true. No, what I'm, what I'm getting at is, for me... This is like Arkham Asylum and this game are very close. Okay. I think for you, you're saying you like the Batman games more, and this is. But I think it's because I'm a Batman fan, and I've, I'm, I'm a Batman fan too. I, I I'm not a huge Spider-Man guy. Yeah. I just love the combination of the actual storytelling and characters combined with the action sequences and the way they're directed and the way they look. There's one at the very end of the game, literally the final fight in the game, that is so well directed yeah and I'm sure you know what I'm talking yeah, about yeah. and it's just like how did you do this in the cool, game yeah. like it is so yeah. it's like uncharted levels of, right, right, right. of like yeah. polish and direction oh my gosh no I, the fact that they can pull that off and tell a good story like I that's why I was so impressed with this game yeah and I still like even when it was repetitive I enjoyed doing it the mm-hmm. whole time like I never got tired of but that but I agree comment. with that I had I, excuse me so much fun and I, I loved it I really really did yeah. just something about it though like I, you know I guess for me I don't see it as just like oh my gosh it's like the best game I've ever played but like, I had a lot of fun with it I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it and it was a great game cool yeah play Marvel Spider-Man that's, no but seriously like play it I, like, I feel like whenever I I don't know this is probably my fault whenever Dan, I you're allowed to have <laughs> whenever I have like, like not the most 100% opinion on something I'm always just like no I like I really liked it Dan I want you to <laughs> like if you don't like it as much as I like it you need to say that but I do love it okay I just it's just something about it just didn't keep me uh, that's good like oh my gosh number one game of the year like I can name probably five other games that came out this year that I love more than Spider-Man I and, could... I, and I thought that I, and I thought that Spider-Man would have been like a number one for me this is up there for me man I put it like number six. All right. Games of the year. We'll see you game of the year time. Yeah. Uh, that is it for what we've been playing. It's literally taken off the whole episode. Um, wow. Before we go, though, I want to talk briefly about the Nintendo Direct. Bring it happened. on. Um, firstly, we got the announcement that Isabelle is going to be in Smash. Welcome. Really cool little trailer she had. Um, people have been clamoring for this for years. Welcome to Smash. So, you beautiful, happy beautiful to have her. bunny dog. I think a bunny dog. No, she's a dog. Dog bunny. Looks kind of like a bunny. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so they did a nice fake out um, by showing the, the trailer for Isabelle and Smash. Uh, and everyone thought it was going to be Animal Crossing. And so briefly, once they showed Smash, everyone was freaking out. Like, oh my God, they're, what, jerks. Like, they're not releasing Animal Crossing for Switch. You know, blah, blah, blah. And then immediately after, you get a really awesome <laughs> cinematic of Tom Nook watching the trailer of her announcement in Smash, which was like so meta. And uh, and then he basically announces that Animal Crossing is coming to Switch in 2019. It's like, I like what my friends branch out. <laughs> He's like, but I got a job to do. <laughs> so, brand new Animal Crossing game coming to Nintendo Switch in 2019. Cool. Really, really cool. The other big... Uh, Announcement from that was Luigi's Mansion 3, also coming in 2019. Um, so, just wanted to briefly mention that stuff. Um, we could talk about a lot more stuff, but uh, we had quite a few games to get through. Yeah. So, we're going to end the episode there. Um, Dan, thank you for being here. Hey, thank you for being here. I know you're not feeling well, but I'm glad you were able to make it. Hey, thank you. Yeah. Hey, listen, talking about video games and hanging with you guys makes me feel better. Good. It's the medicine I need. Glad to hear it. Sorry I think you need sniffles. some real medicine. I think so, too. I need to go to bed. Uh, thank you, Shelby White, as always. And thank you guys for watching. Yeah, thank you so much. Remember, you can catch us every other Monday. But every Friday, we got an episode, baby. That's of, true. Of our other sh- other, yeah. other show. Because so, we're... Back to the topic at hand. Oh. You can catch this show <laughs> every other Monday. Uh, on YouTube, just search for Circle Back Podcast. Thank you, guys. See you Peace. What's up, guys? It's Dan from Circle Back. 
I'm just here to let you know you can find everything that we do at circleblackgaming.com. If you just want the podcast, we're on iTunes. If you just want the video, we're on YouTube. So catch us either place. Thanks.